right. This is kind of surreal. No picks after dark. Season four. Back to business. All right. You've been doing this for a while. Season four, back to business. Tell us, why back to business? Why is that the theme? You know, we feel like it's been how many years? Well, been a year and a half of us uh, being in this state of state of the world we're in right now. And I feel like people are getting back out and back out again. So it's like, if the government wants to move along, hey, the podcast got to move along also. So we back to business. We about to go back and um, start like we did back in 2019 and start laying that groundwork back again. And uh, I had the hunger again and uh, I needed a good break to realize that. So that's what was very important to me, just getting back to business and getting back to where I started, you know? All right. So tell us a little bit about the hunger that you just mentioned. You're about 160 episodes in. I would argue that you're not back to business. You ain't stopped. I mean, you put out nine, 10 episodes in November. So tell us, did did you hit a wall at some point? I know it's been hard for everybody during Omicron. Like, tell us about that process. Um, So I hit the wall probably in in November. Um, If you think about it, I hit 100 episodes in February. So you got to think about it as, wow, that's a lot of episodes. And then you did another 60 or 59. There's only 52 weeks in a year. so. You got to think about how many episodes I was putting out each week. Um, in November, my, di- my dog got diagnosed with cancer. So that was like the first hit. And it was like, I don't even want, you know, at this point, I wanted to give up and just be like, I'm done for the year. But I had already had business obligations already, you know. Uh, then my dad was in the hospital. So that was another thing that happened. You know, it was just things were hitting back to back to back with me personally that it was just a lot going on with me personally. And I didn't really have the push to do it anymore. And then I was like, you know what? I got to do it. I have to get through the holidays and we'll make it through. And you learn a lot about yourself because there were companies that I was dealing with behind the scenes who I'm not going to name the name, give them that, give them that props, not give them, the, give them the light, but things were promised and they fell through. So then that happens on top of that. You're like, okay, I understand business, but damn, like I email you back, you don't respond. So you're going through a lot of different aspects and people only see what you're doing. You know, I always tell people in December, and a lot of people know this, I put my, so I literally was at three or four events. I put my dog down on a Thursday and then I had a live event at Union that night. R.I.P. Hazel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God bless Hazel. And um, mm-hmm. that's the craziest part. I, I did that. And then the episode that just came out, that was a bonus. That was, um, again, that was another thing because I was done. And they were like, hey, we want you to do this job down there with T. Rowe Price and B Development. And I'm like, Yo, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. I, I really just don't. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I just want to mourn. And I never had a chance to really mourn. You know, the dog was in the for 10 years. So people from the outside are like, oh, you're going to these parties. You're going to all these things. You're going to all these events. You're doing all this. But really, during this from November, from Veterans Day up until my last episode that dropped was miserable. So again, when you're doing these shows, you're like, I, I don't know if I'm even going to do this. So that was the trials and tribulations that I went through. And, you know, fortunately, like, you know, great support system, great friends and stuff like that. It gave me time to reflect, you know? And then on top of it, my son got COVID. So it's like all this stuff is going on and you're like, yo, fuck, see my language, fuck this. I don't even want to do this anymore. 
And luckily for the holidays, I just was like reset, didn't touch the computer. I didn't touch anything because I just couldn't do it. It just wasn't me. And I was like, I'm, and again, remember this starts in November on Veterans Day. And I put out so many episodes in November and I dropped two in December. That was it. So imagine, and then I did live shows in late October and in November. So and December. So imagine all this, because in my mind, before the diagnosis happened, I was getting things ready to go for going on like the different spots around Baltimore city and Baltimore County and doing live shows. And all this like, was like, I was like a negative hit. Boom, boom, boom. But I guess, you know, we survived and that's where we're back to business now. And that's where it all comes from. I'm back to business ready to get, get back on the, back on the horse again. And I know part of what has kept you like in business and is getting you back to business is like the people who have supported the podcast, your faithful listeners out there represented today by the super fans of no picks after dark. I know one of the questions I have as a super fan is like, you cover a lot of ground. You've done politicians, first responders, doctors, business leaders, 160 episodes in like, how do you develop the stories that you want to tell and you got to give people a sneak preview of what to expect in season four. You know, it, I always tell people in the beginning, nobody wanted to be on my show. And I always remember that. And that, and that hunger is coming, has came back to me now because I remember I was just asking everybody and people were like, no, I'm not going to your podcast. No. And one thing about that really helped me was my community that I live in on uh, Northeast Baltimore has always you know, held me down and they've always supported me. And that's one thing that is like extended family, you know, and they've been there saying, Hey, whatever you need, whatever, let me know. You know, there's somebody on the phone right now that's on the show that I'm looking at their name, but you know, the, she's always reaching out. Her and her husband came to almost all my events supported me, you know, um, luckily sponsors have been like, Hey, what do you need? What's going on? Like, what can we help you out with? So the people have really been the ones that really mm -hmm. have pushed me and inspired me to get where I am right now. Um, next season, I mean, to get next season, I can tell you, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun season. I wish I could tell you who's coming on. We haven't signed on the dotted line yet, but I wish uh, we could talk about it, but we have cannot. Um, but he's pretty big. He's pretty big. He's very controversial right now. And I think a lot of people in, who live in Baltimore would love to be there. It's gonna be a live show in Northeast. Can't say when, but it's gonna be a live show in Northeast Baltimore at a certain restaurant. And that's gonna be a wild, a great show because. He's a hot topic in the area. Um, I'm also interviewing the VP for Pandora Jewelry. Um, she's in North, mm. North America for sales. That's going to be a huge one that, you know, just we connected. Um, Ed Block Association, Ed Block Harris, they've reached out. Um, uh, Tom Perez, who's running for governor. Um, we're supposed to do a live show actually tomorrow night. We're supposed to do a live show tomorrow night, but I canceled it because I was like, you know, I want everybody to be safe out here. Um, just seeing what my son went through with COVID, I didn't want anybody else to come, come to a show to get COVID, you know what I mean? So we're delaying that until February. We'll have other gubernatorial candidates on there coming up in April. So that's going to be kind of cool to see that. But um, the, one, the show, one show I'm really looking forward to is a real controversial one that everybody, I think if you're from Baltimore, you, <laughs> you'll love the show. And I'm going to probably send an invite to the people who are on this because I feel like you like it. And I, if you know who it's, it's a person that everybody likes. So once him and his, come on, tell me what it is. I can't make it. Just give me the cliff notes. Nah, um, <laughs> let's just say, um, 
he runs the city. That's all I'm going to say. So we'll go from there. We'll go, we'll go from right. there. It's going to be at Coco's. So that's all I'm going to say. It's going to be a, a hot one. And I'll let people know about that one. That's going to be an exclusive one because, of course, he has a security detail. So we can't really have tell people what date, when it's going to be. But one of those things that drops right away. Christy, I know that's your buddy. So I know, <laughs> I know you'll look forward to seeing him. <laughs> So he'll keep be them wanting more. That's that. That's why we're here for no picks. So one of the things that I've seen in the podcast, particularly since the last time you and I checked in, is like your just collab game is on point. It isn't just that you're telling more stories, but whether it's what you did with Charm City Collective Media or Charm City Craft Mafia, what you've done with uh, some of the local breweries with Open Works, like the collab game is on point. So. Tell us, sneak preview. You got some new collabs coming out for your faithful listeners? <laughs> you got me thinking right now, collabs, what's going on? Um, you know, I, 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 see, I see a person who just came in the room. Uh, she just came in the room. So I'm hoping to uh, run, it back, run it back with Visit Baltimore again. I think I think that, let me mute. Like trees, like fruit and stuff? Yeah. All right, there we go. Um, We're all used to that, aren't we, folks? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think uh, we'll union. There's a possibility I'll be doing some stuff with union. I'm trying to work with my friend. Uh, she knows what I'm talking about at John Hopkins. I'm trying to do one thing with her and her. Hopefully, we can see what she can pull out over there. So that's a possibility. Um, I mean, right now, I'm actually there's one that I'm working on that I can't talk about yet, but hopefully, we will be doing a partnership doing a West Side Baltimore story. And um, I did a, did a ride along already with West Baltimore council person. Um, there's a story out there that a lot of people probably don't know about. If you remember a couple of years ago when um, Ellicott City was on national TV and they were talking about the flooding. Well, how much did they talk about West Baltimore flooding? Not a lot. The same thing happened in West Baltimore. And we're gonna tell that story. We're gonna talk about how this preacher and this church was ground zero and helped out the community. Things that you don't know about. Things that West Baltimore doesn't even have a sit-down restaurant. Wow. Think about that. So you're, you'll learn a little bit about West Baltimore and get an understanding of what they have going on. And that, that collaboration is in the works. And I'm so excited about that. And the other one is going to be Picktown. Picktown. Uh, I did a community walk with Picktown. And it's going to be a good series where I met a lot of the community stakeholders. I'm excited to go about that. So that's going to be a little bit later in the year. But those are the communities I'm looking at, West Baltimore and Picktown. Um, and then we'll see where else it goes from there. Well, look, you're joined today by some of your super fans. You've got listeners all over the country. One of the reasons I think you wanted to be joined by some of your biggest supporters is so that they can ask you directly questions about the podcast. So I want to take this opportunity to see if any of the folks who have joined us tonight want to pull behind the curtain. <laughs> and really get into the man behind no picks. Any hold questions up, you hold have? Up, hold up, before you know, but, but do you guys know Garrett was on episode one, episode five, and he now works with Eric Holders. That's his right hand man. So, uh, like I said, he's been my college roommate, my man. So you know, he uh, again, I just want everybody to know who he is. So, give a background information about that. And then I see my girl Sarah in the background. Her episode, top ten episodes in the last year. Give the episode uh, number. I can't remember which one it is, but Sarah. Was, oh, I can't remember, you can't what, remember that number. I can't Come remember, on. but she was she Sarah, the top. She's in she's in the dark. I see her. I'm looking at her right now. But I wanted to let I wanted to call her out and let her know that she was one 
top 10 episodes of the season, of the year. That's a lot of episodes. So go ahead. Go ahead. I do like that you're doing the throwback series. It's good to go back to some of the old episodes because, like, you got some heat in my early days. Well, a lot of people don't realize the one the writers from Bridesmaids is on my podcast. <laughs> and then, oh, that's the other, that's the other one. I'm actually, so the one, la- one last one I'll tell you is um, Evan Goldberg will be on the show next year. If you know who Evan Goldberg is, Evan Goldberg is a writer of Superbad, Knocked Up. And him and I have connected, and he will be on the show next year sometime. Don't know when, but that's an exclusive right there. You just heard it first. So I'm doing some things. And again, I look at the landscape of podcasting in Baltimore, and I'm happy for people doing things. And I I look around. Now podcasters are doing Black History Month. They're doing Women's History Mm -hmm. Month. So when you see these podcasters doing it, just understand they weren't doing it before I got out here doing it. And they're not now that if you look around, they're doing a whole season of Black History. They did a whole they did a women's issue. They never did it before. And it's a cool thing that, you know, they're doing it. And I recognize it what's out here in the culture. So I really appreciate give me it. One other, give me one other Baltimore based podcast. We should be listening to that. We're not. I know you run with a lot of the podcasters in town. Cause there's, there's so many, I mean, I don't want to shortchange anybody. You know what I mean? Uh, want, come on. If you want a real, if you want a real gritty one, we it's called we need answers. It's real gritty. It's like the wire times five. Like, he talks to people who actually live in McCullough homes and all these projects and whatnot and they, how they grew up in West Baltimore. You learn a lot about his series. Um, uh, I'm trying to think what else. Um, the Charm Seeks, the, what's that? Her name's Creative. She's going to kill me now. I can't remember her, her podcast, but I'll find out. I'll let, I'll let you guys know afterwards, but you guys are going to ask, ask the questions and I'll find out. Go ahead. Come on, super fans. Let's get into it. So Aaron, so so real quick, and and you know, I consider myself a super fan. Um, but you know, one of the things I just want to comment on is is you know when you started out, I, I felt like the scope of the podcast was fairly narrow. Um, you know, towards a narrow group, right? It was it was toward towards us. You know, uh, people that you know you went to school with that you knew early on, and it's just so it was so exciting to see how the scope kind of grew out, right? Like how it grew out to you know, from, from narrow kind of Syracuse group of people always telling the stories of them to then, you know, maybe more political. And then, and then, you know, obviously where you're at now is kind of telling a story. Baltimore is, is really cool. And, and so, you know, congratulations on your success. If, you know, maybe you just want to comment on the evolution of the podcast from the beginning to where it is now to where you kind of see it going forward. I think that would be interesting. So that's Michael from Philly. So um, he's from Philly chiming in um so i really didn't at this how it got to baltimore again it was just by luck um i see a family member jenna the yuka yukina family they're on this on the on, on the episode they're out here and um they came up to me were like hey baltimore needs some love we need some love in our northeast baltimore community the bridge is closed if you know about northeast harford road bridge is closed so that lost a lot of business of people coming up down the corridor. And they used to have a Harford Road happy hour. And I remember that was like people getting out to meet people. And I remember people didn't know. People were asking, what is a podcast? This is 2019. They didn't even know what it was. I'm like, come on, catch up with the world. But then I was like, hey, let's do something that helps out the businesses. Let's help the restaurants. And that's how it started. It was the Northeast first. So it went from Syracuse to Northeast, Baltimore. And then it grew because the people started hearing about it. And then I started going across the, like, you know, downtown, 
you know, down to go to DC, you know, doing some, you know, taping in Miami. Like we, we taped in Miami. He's the one that episodes we taped in Miami. So it's like, we've taped everywhere and do where do I see it going right now? It can go in a lot of different directions. You know, I've had some amazing feedback from um, different um, entities that are in, in radio and stuff like that. And they like what I'm doing. You know, they want me to do a shorter format, like 20 minute shows. I don't know if I could do that, a storyteller in 20 minutes. That's pretty hard, you know? So again, you have to adjust to things. So within, I would say you're going to see a lot more storytelling, like community-based wise. So you'll see the more West Baltimore that you probably didn't know about. You'll hear about Pigtown. What is this all about? You'll hear a little bit more about that. Um, you might hear me talk about a little bit more about Baltimore County. So be on the lookout for that. That might be a little spin that I'm throwing in there for people. Um, I'm, I'm going to D.C. to do a whole series of artists in D.C. So that's going to be really exciting to meet all these artists that want to be doing some things in D.C. So I'm excited for what the future's hold. I didn't think it would last this long. But again, I'm fueled again. I'm ready to just, you know, go full steam ahead. So I'm excited. Yeah, I just think I, I think that the one, you know, throughout the evolution of the podcast, the one thing that's remained consistent is that, you know, you've been able to kind of break down each story into a common kind of thread where, where most people can relate to it. And I think that I think that that's what's what, what's kept the audience captivated. And, and I know that that's what's kept it interesting is that, you know, the, the, the diversity of the stories has been enormous i think that but I, I think breaking down to a personal level where people can kind of relate to it and and, and um follow and and um i think it has been great so um congratulations on your success and, and looking forward to the next season and, and one thing i've always wanted to do and i i got reminded the other night i was doing a twitter space and the guy said you know i remember aaron asking me about how to do a pod and he said you've kept it authentic the whole time and the moment you lose your, your authenticity, then I'm, I'm done. Because then you lose a grip of what you're doing and control of the show. So that was part of the other part was with everything going on in November, then everybody wanted to grab towards you. Everybody. When I mean, I'm in, I'm in certain parties where I've never been to this party two years ago. I've never been invited to this party two years ago. I'm getting invited to everything, you know, under the sun, Raven boxes, seats, all this stuff, because they want a piece of their story told. And you start losing control of like, this is my story. This is, not, this is what I'm doing. And everybody else wanted it to be their story. So you have to fight. And that's why you have to stop and say, let's hold on. Let's reset and figure things out. So now I'm like, I feel like I'm back in control of the ship. Because it gets crazy when you're invited to everything. They're like, we'll throw money. We'll throw money. And you're like, whoa, 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 what comes with that? And you learn that real quick. What comes with that money? What stipulation? So the train can get out of control, but you didn't see it because I kept it maintained. I kept it even killed. And that's why I do so many episodes in advance, just in case what happened to me last year happens. It's already, you know, well, I have episodes already in the chamber, so. He's a lot like Tupac in that way. <laughs> Other questions right. from the super fans? Yeah, I've got a question. Um, you have pulled some pretty awesome guests. Do you have a dream guest or pie in the sky like anyone on the show, who would you want? Wow. Pie in the sky. Who would I want? Wow. That, that's, I mean, so it's interesting to ask that question because celebrities don't do well on my show. People don't like celebrities. Like when there's like somebody famous in Baltimore, people don't like it. They, they don't like, 
I'll give you an example. Like there's certain artists and certain people who do things around the area. When I have them on or like they're popular, it doesn't do anything. But when it's somebody like that people want to know and invest and learn. So the pie in the sky, I mean, I don't know. I know you, I definitely want you to check out this episode that's coming out on first, the first episode in Black History Month. It's with a guy by the name of Chris Colbert. He has a company called DCP Entertainment. It's a black podcast company. He has uh, famous uh, people on it. I interviewed him. He has a series called Say Their Names. And it's, it's in his first, his episodes are about Corinne Gaines. If you know about Corinne Gaines' story that happened in Baltimore, she was one who had mental problems and got shot by the police. She had a shotgun in her, in her hand, but she got killed in her house. If you hear his story about it, it it's, it's really dope. And I like that. It's one of my favorite ones of the season coming up because you learn a lot about, you hear the media side, but then he goes around all around the country and talks to these families and you get to find out who this person really was. So there's some really dope, that's really dope. Um, I mean, right now, to be honest, it's turnkey right now. So it's not really like, if I reach out, nine out of 10, I can get the person because they know who you are. They check your website out. Cause somebody did an awesome website. I'm not gonna say who did it. But, uh, but uh, again, like it was just one of those things that people do, your, do their homework. So pie in the sky, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Obama be cool, but I mean, that's not, as he's so overused. Like he's so over, like you, when you're overused, like people just know everything about you. So it, it happens. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> I know. I'm, he just said he was overused. I was like, let's put you back where you might Hey, maybe, maybe. You could get a new story out of him. Maybe get Eric Holder on there. So maybe, I mean, that's your boss. Just saying. <laughs> awesome well yeah super happy for you love what you've done so far and i can't wait for the new season thank you what do you want to do you want to do one more question this oh, your show just do a couple more i see some people raise all right hands. go ahead Where go let's keep it rolling who wants to ask the next question hey aaron hey. it's me jenny hey hey hey, hey. hey i just i don't have a question for you because i feel like i know everything about you i just want to say all the Yachnas are so proud of you, and we just love watching you fly. Sinjin, say hi to Mr. Aaron. Hey, Mr. Aaron. <laughs> hey, I appreciate y'all's support. And I'm excited to, um, the one that Tom Perez, that's going to be a really cool one. So I definitely want people to hear about the gubernatorial, can the gubernatorial race for Maryland and hear what, you know, hear your options. Um, I have reached out to West Moore's team. Um, so I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave, leave it there. <laughs> um, so, uh, and Peter Franchot's team, they want to do it. So I think you kind of get the hint when I'm trying to throw out there to you, but who, who wants to, who doesn't want to. Hey, Aaron, it's Molly. Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Um, yeah, you kind of touched on this a little bit, but you do showcase a lot of talent in Baltimore from artists and small businesses. And I just wonder how do you, keep it from, from keep the podcast from being solely a promotional tool for these small businesses or do you kind of like that as a power that the podcast has uh you know it's it's a win-win situation for everybody you know i look at it as hey it's a 30-minute advertising for you that that's what it boils down to i get to learn about you my listeners get to learn about you the art to be perfectly honest uh the 10 top 10 episodes seven are artists that, that that's that's what it is um I, I know the niche 
I know what it is. That's why I don't really do uh, too many like outside the realm because I know like I'm doing a show of E. Brady Robinson. That's that's going to be. Oh, yeah, live, she's great. We're doing a live show at Hotel Indigo. And that's like a private like 15 person affair. And it's going to be recorded the whole nine yards. Uh, Maryland art place is going to be there. So it's going to be like a cool place. So the art scene has embraced me. Um, Broma, the person who runs that, mm-hmm. she's like, let's do some work. Made it made in Baltimore. She wants to do some work. So they want to do work. So I know what my listeners like. And one thing about the artists, their followers follow them. So when you put somebody yeah. in like, um, I'm not, I don't want to say anybody's name in Baltimore, but a lot of people like certain like uh, authors, authors or photographers mm-hmm. that are big, big names. Their listeners ain't following them to listen to the show. They're really, they're known for their pictures on Instagram. And right. you know, you know what I mean? So that's cool. But I would listen to our, like with, with Sarah Smiggle, who top 10 show, people loved her stained glass. They want to learn. I, I mean, I saw a person who was on the show that, who was highlighting her stained glass today on Instagram. I was like, how do you know her? She's like, I heard her on your show and I really like her stuff. And that right there, that's, that's a win right there. That's what it's all about. I want people yeah. to do that. And that's what's why. And I did the charm city, um, craft mafia show. And there were so many people who came up to me like, we love what you're doing. So the balance is, does it make sense for me? And I have a little team behind me. That I, I go. So when I have a, all these hundred requests, I have a team of people that I go back and forth and go and say, does this make sense? Does this make sense? And that, and it's a good team that you need to be around to help you out behind the scenes. So that's where I get the, you know, yeah, that's awesome. so that's behind the scenes. And I want to give a shout out to Christy who's in here. Um, she's helped me out with a lot of proposals. I've never written a proposal a day in my life. And now I'm writing the proposals for each and every company right now. And that's what they want, you know? Go ahead, Christy. Your name has been invoked. You have the floor. All right. <laughs> um, I'm curious, and this could be an episode from 2021, 20, uh, or it could be, you know, any previous year. Like, what episode do you feel like has pushed you the most as a host? Hmm. I have an answer. I want to hear yours. Oh, wow. Which pushed me the most? Uh, interviewing a good friend. Um, I interviewed my friend for the 100, I think 100, well, she's a 100, Deidre. She was a 100 episode. Yeah, she was 100. And it was very hard to interview her because of where she works. So we couldn't, we had to navigate this whole like interview. Because she couldn't tell where she worked. And her boss was like, if you tell her, you, you, they're not allowed to say anything. They're not allowed to say where they work, what company they do. And the company she works for is amazing. But this person doesn't want to be in, in the spotlight. And her boss is like owns sports teams, owns all this stuff, but they don't want them to talk. And she's like a CFO of this company. I think her story is amazing. Being a black woman who started out in the, like a really heavy finance background. And work their way up to be CFO for Soul Cycle and for other different companies. I think hearing her story is inspirational in itself because she went through a lot of trials and tribulations to get where she was. Um, that would be one. Um, the other one would be it would be my good friend Emily, uh, Garrett's fiance. Uh, she we talked about MS. Now I didn't really know too much about MS, and that was one of the first two episodes that I recorded. And we talked about MS and then it was really heartbreaking. And we never did a continuation of her story. And because she had got this Wall Street drug that I wasn't even one that wasn't even out. And she, you know, what took her into remission. So 
that could be another follow-up one. That was really dope because I really was inspirational. And then the third one would be, now I'm going back in the catalog, adoption. I was a good friend who had adoption, um, Sarah and Brian. And they talked about how she came out and said, I lost a child twice. And we went for adoption. She talks about the whole process. And it was very heartbreaking how it was, hard, it was so hard to get a kid in Baltimore City. So it was pretty heartbreaking to hear all that. And a lot of people were educated from that. And the other one would be probably my mom because my mom had cancer. So that one would be, so those are your top four, but those are all back in the day. So a lot of those, if you go back and listen to my episodes, those are the ones that really, really like cemented me like, all right, this is what it's all about. So uh, that, that, that hopefully it gives you an answer. Dude, what'd you have? He started having elected officials on and big time artists and doing, you know, back in the day when he was pure. That's what, that's what he's talking about. Well, you know, I, I won't which, was, which was, you have, I thought you were going to say the one with your mom. I feel like I did. part of you being relatable is open to that. That's that, that to me, that, that one, I think is the one that shows you. That, that was a great episode. I, I love a lot of people reached out about my mom episode. That that's, that's a really good one. Um, That's a really good one. So yeah, that was, that was a really good one. Uh, then the other one probably Brandon Scott before he became mayor. Um, his team is like, you know, you got to go through four or six edits before you even get to the questions. So we shall see the next round. <laughs> we have other questions folks okay. want to ask. I think Jess does. Yeah. Hi. Uh, I, so much info here. So thank you. Uh, I have one question kind of random. Is there some kind of routine or superstition or something that you follow that you kind of do to prepare for every guest, either kind of day of right before the interview or something that you just got to do each and every time, either prior or during? That's a good question. That's a good question. Um, I can't say it's illegal when I'm joking with you. Uh, now, I, um, before I get to a guest, I normally uh, do listen to Tupac. I listen to pretty much every gangster song, rap song there is out there. And uh, I just let it rock because I'm old school 90s hip hop. And that just gets me in the mood to ready to just take on everything. You know, I put 50 cents on, I put, you know, Outcast on. And I just start rocking to like vibing. And then once, like, before the person comes on, I'm like, okay, I'm cool and calm and collective now. So I'm ready to go. And then, Nine times out of 10 before I even go, I do my homework, do my research, and then I don't even look at it anymore because I don't want to overthink it. And when you overthink things, that's when it goes bad. You have to have a natural uh, conversation. So matter of fact, Pandora's box will be on my show. She's from Northeast. I know that's another, that's another jewel I'm dropping. She, a black uh, business owner who's in Federal Hill. And uh, that's really exciting. She's going to be on. So um, I just do, I listen to hip hop. I listen to hip hop and just, Getting getting to get in the zone. I uh, I don't I don't drink at all before I I don't drink um before any episode because I just know just it doesn't work well. But I like to like listen to hip hop and then I'm in the zone and then I'm ready to go. Then it's just but if I don't say hip hop, then I'm kinda like, all right, well, I kinda like just go in a different zone and try to like walk outside, think about something totally different. I mean, when I did an interview with live with Al Hutchinson from Visit Baltimore. I was like, they were right there. And there's the CIA double way commissioners there. And I'm like, cool. So I literally walked down the hall, popped my iPod, my AirPods in, and I was listening to Snoop and just hanging out with him. It was like a West Coast mood. And I just listened to West Coast. And then I was like, let's go. Let's rock. And that's how I do it before any episode now. Does that give you insight? Any more questions? Any more questions for anybody? 
No picks after dark season four. What do you want to leave folks with? Come on, give us some more teasers. Um, I mean, I don't want to hold anybody up later, but I appreciate everybody coming out and just hanging out with me for just, you know, 30, 40 minutes of time. Um, it's been great just to do this. And you have to, you always, every year I'm trying to reinvent myself and do things differently. And this is one of the things I thought of was like, why not do a live Zoom with people who really dig the show? That's how you reinvent yourself to make yourself just fresh and different and just always trying to push the envelope. So, I mean, this year I'll do like, again, invites to certain things like the mayor, like, okay, the mayor's coming on my show. There you go. So once that happens, I will, I will send an invite to people. Like I'll let people know, but I'll let them know the day of like, all right, this is when it's happening. This is when it's going down. I already know it's a day and time, but again, they have their own security team and stuff like that. So it's kind of got to be very careful. The Tom Perez thing, I want a lot of people to come and hear that. People always talk about, they hate politics, but guess what? You, you, everybody likes, well, who's going to be the next governor? You want to know. You kind of want to know if this person's for you. So that's going to be a political series. The other one, I have, this is another one. Johnny O will be on there too. Johnny O is a, um, the Baltimore County, uh, oh my God. Baltimore County, uh, uh, is that, what is he? What is he? Somebody help me out here. Baltimore County executive. Yeah. County executive, county executive. So his team, um, I'm working with Bordies, working with Priggle, uh, ice cream. It's things that I was doing in the background. That's going to be pretty cool where I might do a show at a vineyard. That's pretty dope. Hang out, wine, listen to conversation. So there's some things that I'm doing this year that's, that I'm reinventing myself because I feel like people want to be outside this spring and summer. So let's make it happen. Let's have people come out enjoy themselves, have a drink and relax and enjoy themselves. So that's, that's what I'm thinking about. And the new the shows will start probably live in late February, early March. So I can tell you that for sure. I know we're going to start rocking them because everybody's it's like, like I said, we're back in business. So I don't know who else is in the comments real quick. Um, you just read it real quick. Sorry. Amplify, whatever. Northeast forever. All right. But thank you guys for coming out. I really appreciate you guys taking time and I'm excited for the season to come up. Um, I have the first episode will be this one come on Monday. The second will be, um, Sebastian. He is, um, he does a lot of stuff with steel and does carving stones. He's a Syracuse grad. He graduated Oh three really dope. He does stuff. Let's go orange. He does a lot of stuff around the national mind. He's in Baltimore big time. He does big time things. And then the third episode will be the live event that I'm happening next week at hotel indigo. And then in DCP say their names. And then there's a visit Baltimore with two. African-American people who were the first apprentices. That was really, really dope. She says one thing to me. She said, the guest said, the reason why I wanted to work for Visit Baltimore and do an apprenticeship because I saw somebody look like me on the billboard. And I could have ended the episode right there. Because to me, representation matters. And I always say that. And when you see somebody who looks like you doing something, that's what makes it important. So I'm going to leave you guys on that note. All right. No picks after dark. Season four. Be there or be square. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Aaron.